Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Download. Our aim is to reveal from Scripture just how good God really is. Find more of our sermons and other links as well as contact details at our website www.highway.org.za That's H-I-G-H-W-A-Y dot org dot Z-A May this sermon bless you. Enjoy. Let's stand up together. This is a, a very exciting time to to have arrived at in the discipleship uh, course, remembering that we can only give away what we got. Hey, Donna. And when we know the Father, we can share the Father. Jesus says, I do nothing except what I see the Father doing. I would say he knew the Father pretty well. And on the day of Pentecost, when the opportunity came to preach the gospel, Peter stood up and he proclaimed fearlessly. Why? Because he knew Jesus. You can only give what you got. When you got someone, you can give them away. And then later on in Samaria, Peter went down to the believers and he said, have you heard of the Holy Spirit? And the Holy Spirit came upon Gent, the, the Samaritans rather. And we see that same pattern in Paul's life. They gave what they had. And I think 101 discipleship is we can only give what we got. So this is a good month to be in. It's a bit long. It's actually five weeks because there's a, a long weekend public holiday in the middle there, which we skip over. But it's a good month, although we don't reduce it to a month. I mean, we can never know Holy Spirit in a month. We can't uh, get close to it, even if we met you every night or not. But you'll be surprised with a little bit of spiritual thirsty and hungry. Lord, will you reveal yourself to me? So let's pray to that end now. Father, we do, we thank you that you delight in revealing yourself. You delight in showing yourself in our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus, you said, when you're glorified, you will send the Holy Spirit, who will be among us as a, a parakletos, one who comes alongside, who will lead us into all truth. And yes, Holy Spirit, we know a lot about you and we got certain paradigms and understandings, but there's nothing like really knowing you by experience. And we are, we are prayer over this next month. You said if anyone is thirsty, let him come, let him come drink. Whoever believes, he'll have, he'll be a river wherever he is. We pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. As we take our seats. Who was not here on Sunday? Just to give me an idea of, okay, so about, about 8, 7.625 to be exact. <clears throat> I want to share five things quickly just to get going here. They're going to come up on the board. The first one is that the Holy Spirit is God's spirit. God said, the Bible says that God is spirit. In other words, when we think of the spirit, it's not something else. It's actually all who God is. God is spirit. So when he gives us his spirit, it's just who he is. He can't give any more than that to his children. 
He gave Jesus blood so that we could be qualified to receive the Holy Spirit. And that is the miracle. You know, I've been teaching this topic, must be 35 years. And last week I got all excited about this one thing. That the Holy Spirit is God's Spirit. That's it. You say, well, hello, Steve, that's like 101 now. You know, what part of his spirit? But sometimes we kind of think of the Holy Spirit as being a little bit apart from who God is. Now, this is God's spirit. And he wanted to give you everything. So he gave you himself to live inside you. Secondly, the Holy Spirit is a person. As is Jesus, as is the Father. We, we looked very quickly on Sunday, and we're not going to be able to go through all uh, those passages. They are on the internet as of this morning. That the Holy Spirit is not just a force, he's a person. So he speaks, he leads, he guides, he can be resisted, he can be blasphemed, he can be quenched. He, 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 um, restrains, sorry. Yes, and then he's got the qualities of a person, intelligence, a will, knowledge, and of course his deity. The scriptures that speak about him being all-powerful, all-knowing, eternal, holy. And there's a whole ream of, of scriptures that if you go onto the discipleship tab on our, on our, our web page, that we can familiarize her, and, and, and it's an interesting study there. As I've read through those and gone right through from generations to revolutions in the Bible, you know, beginning to end, and just seeing the, the flow of, of biblical revelation that comes, that often it's interchangeable. In the Old Testament speaks about, and the Lord said, these people resist me. And then when it gets quoted in Hebrews, it says, as the Holy Spirit said, these people resist me. Um, so the Holy Spirit is a person and his deity is God. Thirdly, uh, when we were born again, we received Holy Spirit. I hope my little illustration on Sunday, for those who weren't here, I just filled the glass to maximum. You can't fill it anymore. That's being filled. But when you take that same glass of water and put it in a jug that's filled with water, it's baptized. And the scripture says when we came to Christ, we received the Spirit. You can't belong to God. You can't be born again and not receive His Spirit. But we see a pattern repeated through the book of Acts, which we will maybe get to in a few weeks' time, of how even those that had been filled or those who had been baptized there were fresh fillings, which leads me to the next point, I think. One baptism, many fillings. Peter would be one example there. Day of Pentecost, and then four chapters later, which would be about five years, we see while they're praying, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. New fillings for new challenges. New fillings for new seasons. Be sad when we think, well, I got baptized back in 62, so I'm fine, thank you. And I didn't even mean that to rhyme. But that was quite cool. I was baptized back in 62, so I'm cool. Don't know about you. But if we live with that mentality, we won't, we won't be that glass that gets filled and filled and filled. Okay, and then uh, number five, 
which we've already covered. We can't give away what we don't have. And that's not to make us feel guilty and go into uh, paralysis of analysis and introspection and, and begin getting all self-condemned about it. That's just a reality, is that this is a discipleship training time. We can only give what we got. And there's someone, I believe, whose name you've written down, that you're believing for, that is going to come to a knowledge of Jesus. And they'll come to that knowledge because you share the good news with them. They'll come to know how wonderful the Father is, so different from the paradigms of religion and a God who's out to get us, who's angry and malicious. But they need someone who's connected to the Holy Spirit in fellowship. And you give what you got. So here's the thing that we're going to do a little bit differently tonight. I would imagine there are a few questions running through people's minds. And some things that need to be clarified. So what I saw was about six groups of people sitting and being free to ask amongst themselves a question. Either for clarification or for um, stimulation. Thank you, Terry. That's Terry's back in the house. Come on. So, so sometimes it's just uh, we, we, it's a genuine question. Sometimes we just want something to be elaborated. And I, I'd be, you'd be surprised sitting in this room how much wisdom and God scripture there is deposited. And I would imagine those questions would find the answer. But maybe there's one or two that there's not clarity on. And then someone in that group can maybe scrub that question because when we get back together again, then we're going to have a few of those questions. And then we're going to call Terry up to the front and he's going to answer those questions. So this is how I want to do it tonight. Um, oh, I was, I was going to do reveal yourself to this person on my right. Cause them to move from just academic understanding, from just a superficial expression of you with their mouths to a greater understanding, a greater relationship, a greater fellowship. Lord, would you give them a fresh filling? Person on my left, Lord, would you do abundantly above all they could ever ask or imagine? This person on my right, Lord, just a fresh filling, a fresh filling. You know what they're going through. You know where they're at. You know what their challenges are. And you, Spirit of God, have come to be our comforter. You've come to be our counselor. You've come to be our teacher. You teach us all things. You teach us how to be better husbands. You teach us how to be better parents. You teach us how to be better employees and employers, better citizens, better Lovers of Christ, right now, Holy Spirit, just a fresh anointing. Pray for your own life. Just say, Holy Spirit, fill me tonight to overflowing, to overflowing. That's right. We just receive, Lord. No keyboard playing softly in the background. No drums banging away. Just you and us here, Lord. We're about your business. 
but we need revelation. We need revelation that comes by the Spirit of God. Thank you right now. Those of you that can't pray in the, in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit now. Just Let's pray. You pray in an unknown tongue. doesn't pray to men, but prays to the Father. He prays in an unknown tongue, edifies himself. We pray with the understanding. We pray with our own language. It's not less powerful or more powerful. It's just sometimes we don't know what to pray. But the Spirit intercedes with groans that words cannot express. And we open our mouth and we speak. We provide the vehicle. The Holy Spirit hijacks that vehicle and breathes his prayer through us. I shall speak to these people through strange people with stammering tongues. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. One thing to talk, another thing to pray. So with these last 10 minutes uh, we got, just uh, stay where we are, we're about seven or eight groups, but just quickly, if you feel like your discussion wrapped it up, um, that's great. If this time afterwards you can give a comment of what stood out for you. But maybe there was a, a question or something you'd like to just bring clarity to. Anyone, Steve, in this group here? Do you feel like you covered it or do you feel like there's something that really... We don't get. I, I can imagine this group got it. They got Steve as their leader. It's a compliment. Douglas, Brian, your group? Well, that's a very interesting question. The question is, can a person speak in tongues and then get saved? Well, the theological correct answer is No. But the pragmatic, on-the-job answer is yes. Because we don't know when a person actually got saved. While, we was, while Peter was speaking to them, he had even made the altar call in Acts 8. The Bible says the Holy Spirit fell on them and they began speaking in tongues. He didn't even call them up to the altar call yet. Why? Because while they were talking faith, what saves you? It's when faith connects with the gospel. So to answer the question, can a person say, not born again speak in tongues? Strictly no, but because we don't know when the actual faith happens, I would say if a person does, in all good faith, it's because they have believed. So good, that's a great question. Alec, you're, you're, well, there you go. That's, that's great. That's why Jesus likened him to the wind. Wind is hard to put in a box. Alec, in your group, did you feel like you covered it or? Okay. <laughs> If Mark doesn't know the answer, he'll ask Bev, so that's great. <laughs> it's probably the same reason we say uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's, a, it's just an article before a, a proper name. So um, 
the Father in heaven. You can refer to him as the Father in heaven or just say Father in heaven. You can say Holy Spirit is here or the Holy Spirit is here. It means the same thing. That group over there, thanks, Mark. Anyone? Did you feel like you wrapped it up there? Neat? You good? All good there? All right. Jill got baptized in the Spirit tonight. That's wonderful to hear. Up top there, Trev, you guys okay? Uh, I found out we've got a spiritful Presbyterian in the house here tonight. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Stewie? Yeah. Covered, chatted, all happy, all saved, all filled. Yeah, very good question. Uh, Jesus had the Spirit all his life, but there was a point of baptism. Even the disciples, Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. But they were, that wasn't the day of Pentecost. So there's a sense in which the Spirit can be with people, um, for a long period of time, or in Jesus' case, in him, but there's an empowerment that comes with the baptism. We are baptized into the body of Jesus by the Spirit, and we are filled. The filling seemed to be an ongoing acts for when they prayed, the place was shaken, and the Holy Spirit filled them, and they went out in power. Day of Pentecost, they went out in power. So there's definitely... Unlike, see, unlike Jesus, we didn't have the Spirit in us up until the day we got saved. But from the time we got saved, we had the Spirit in us. And for many Christians, being baptized in the Spirit is a new experience. Sometimes it happens simultaneously, and we shouldn't limit that. And other times it happens years later. You have someone saying, I was a Christian all my life, and when I got filled with the Spirit, my life changed. That is a very common thing to hear, and an awesome thing to hear. Thank God, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, should make us hungry. So if I'm discontent with just a normal Christian life, there's an extraordinary Christian life. Thanks, Terry. Shane? Terry? Yes. Have you, have you sought her out? It was great seeing the dynamics of this group. It kind of, Terry spoke, Janet spoke. Shane spoke, Janet spoke. Helena spoke, Janet spoke. That group, Terry spoke, you spoke. You spoke, Terry spoke. This group, Steve spoke, Steve spoke. Steve spoke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sunday morning, we're having a whole new church service. So, okay, what were we... I'm not going to let you go because I've still got five minutes with you. Any profound thing that stood out for you tonight? Let's go group by group. Just mention it. Something that maybe, you know, like for me last week, it was just like, it's God's spirit. It's not just us, us, the spirit, you know, the third person of the Trinity. It's actually God who he is. It's him. Anything, any group, we have to go in order, anything, or any person, anyone here who feels like, other than Steve, <laughs> you know, I always thought about if we have a mountain, we tell God about the mountain, asking him to move it. But what he was saying is that we actually must tell the mountain about our God. In other words, we tell the mountain to go. We speak to the mountain, not, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that's, that's something that's really special. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. Anybody 
else 